cliffcentral.com. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks for the volumes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for an amazing episode of 360 Biz, 360 Business on Cliff Central um, this afternoon. We are excited to be bringing you guys um, an amazing show today. We will be featuring young entrepreneurs um, who are doing amazing things in different spaces. Um, I'm not rolling alone. I'm with Deboho Mafori. I mean, just greet our listeners, sir. Uh, hi, Belen. How are you? I'm well, sir. How are you? No, good things, man. Uh, it's 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 good. It's good to have you. Um, I see you're wearing a different cap today. Yeah, man. You know me. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the <laughs> shocker today was when I went to a client's office mm. to have a meeting, and then this lady in the reception is like, "Ah, today I want to a piece. Wait a long." Then you kind of realize that I'm yeah. um, always wearing a cap. And come to think of it, a cap has kind of become almost like your brand. The cap. Yeah, it has kind of become more like your brand so that people recognize you with it. And Excellent. if you're not wearing a cap, then it's, it's almost um, a problem. Sure, actually. Yeah. Because, I mean, imagine, I mean, just imagine if I have to go into places and when I get there, I mean, I can't even get in because people <laughs> would recognize without the cap. I think that's, that's the only disadvantage. Yeah. Because what's supposed to be my disguise is not my disguise. So when I'm disguised <laughs> is when I take it off, which yeah. is very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, and Budelani, I mean, I just, I just came in, um, from uh, EOH. Um, EOH, they, they're running this youth placement program. I think I want us to have them on the show. Um, this youth placement program, um, they take up young people and, um, they actually place them within companies. Um, for, for SMEs and for different companies and corporates, um, as a whole. So it's something that for me, you realize that, um, I mean, the companies were admittedly, uh, admitting to some of the fact that they're actually doing this for BE purposes just to tick on, um, the box. Uh, or of uh, of compliance in terms of taking up uh, internship in terms of taking up graduates and the likes so for me i mean it raises a question to say how many companies out there um are actually doing what the legislature the government has put in place uh, with the intention of making a difference within communities but um they actually take it up just for, to tick boxes in order to get tenders in order to get mm-hmm. um you know project or any other opportunity from government have you had any experience um uh, first hand experience i mean um you know i think i think now quite recently with the new laws that have been put out i mean the government is really coming down very harsh on companies or large corporates that are not complying to be laws you know mm-hmm. and it's very and i mean i think i think you know if 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 you as a company i mean you you had no intentions of um, take, I mean, or taking in any new interns or supporting black business or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would end up doing this just to take a box, you know, at the end of the day. And I really feel like, you know, we need to not look at this as just a box that needs to be ticked, but look at this more than anything as South Africa being transformed and developed into the country that not just I want or Jabu wants or Vusi wants, but the country that we all want mm-hmm. for ourselves more than anything. Because I mean, I mean, look at, I mean, we, we can't, I mean, I mean, look at, um, uh, the, for instance, the function that you were at today, you know, 
we cannot have companies just um, outsourcing services from so-called BE companies that are really not even doing anything for the community more than anything and are not passionate about that. And we've known over the years and we, we, we've known even in business that if you do anything that you're not passionate about, whatever the purpose or whatever was fueling what it was all about kind of falls by the wayside. So, I mean, imagine if in the next five years BE falls by the wayside. That means that all these <laughs> projects are going to fall like hot eggs. Yeah, but but now, I mean, come to think of it, I mean, to, to some people, it's 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 that um, BE has been failing, um, you know, and BE being failing and, and um, there is not, um, you know, enough compliance. And for me, you know what I've learned, what I've realized, but I think it's, it's, it's something that I, I think I want us to have the day we're going to be having the commissioner. Um, you know, I want to make a commitment um, now to our listeners um, and to whoever out there that we're going to go out of our way to make sure that we get the commissioner to come in studio for us to actually discuss um, these um, opportunities um, and more than anything, these compliance issues that um, the country has put out there. Because, Budelan, you come to think of it, I've realized that with us, we don't study legislator to actually understand uh, BE codes um, that that are actually out there. Um, so we don't even go out of our way to actually get to understand them. Where else you find other companies out there, they they one that are going out of their way to actually understand them and look at for loopholes, Budelani, to actually yes, be actually. in a position, <laughs> be in a position um, to definitely uh, take advantage of them. But I know that uh, definitely that's not our discussion. It's just something that bothered me um, as I was driving to studio today to come to think of it, to say there's a lot of companies out there um, and I think they must be warned, you must be warned um, that government is coming after you and if ever there's an opportunity for us to expose you, we're going to expose you because at the end of the day, these legislators are there uh, to improve us as a country, to grow small business and to create opportunities with People that are from a disadvantaged background or even some of the businesses that don't have an necessary an opportunity um, to actually be out there. That's why I know definitely I'm looking forward uh, today that I'm going to be having one of our guests, uh, a lady by the name of Vuiswa Muchekwani, I mean, uh, who's the Sabib um, CEO. Um, I know that them as the South African uh, black um, what I know it's black property uh, practitioners, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they're actually dealing with uh, companies that are, but they are more focused on the property aspect um, of things in te- in regards to that. I know as well we're going to be having Miss Hetingwenya. Uh, who's the director of School of Media, and Lorraine uh, Marira. Um, they are also, I mean, from um, what Lorette La Beauty Training Academy. So I'm more than excited to be having um, these guests uh, on the show. The traffic I know was bad coming here, so some of the guys, um, they were actually running late, but uh, most fortunately we've got one that has actually managed to come in um, in time. Mem, do you want to take this opportunity to say hi to our listeners? Uh, tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Um, hi to all our listeners. Uh, my name is Lorraine Marira, and I'm the CEO and the founder for uh, Laureate Lee Beauty Training. What we do, basically, we empower ladies from young age till the age of 45 as at present. Mm. We have actually empowered them in the beauty industry whereby... We groom them to know how to do nails, makeup, eyelashes, and all that, and also to make them to be entrepreneurs at the end of the day. 
So that's basically what we do at Laureately Beauty Training. Oh, okay. Lauren, you can adjust your mic, uh, just for it to, to, to be, to be more comfortable. Yeah. So Lauren, tell me, um, I mean, you, you came in in a discussion that I was having with Bulelani, um, around opportunities that government has placed out there, uh, for small business. Um, I know part of the show today is to mainly to profile you guys. Uh, but would you say as, um, you know, Beauty Academy, have you guys uh, taken advantage of some of the opportunities that government has placed for you guys out there? Yes, we had actually gotten involved, but not fully as we expect, because initially now we we really want to partner more with government um, institutions whereby we offer our services to individuals so that they can actually benefit as, uh, you know, proudly South African. You need to benefit more in your land. So that is what we are actually looking at. We have uh, touched lives Majority, yes, but as we look forward to touch lives in a bigger dimension of which we are looking forward to work with such organizations. Thank you. Yeah. So then you are specifically in the beauty industry. Tell us how did you start and why beauty? Okay. Um, it was a long journey anyway until I landed on beauty because initially I started in the medical industry where you do the nursing stuff and from there there was no that fulfillment because in everything that you do you have to discover yourself it's not necessarily to do it because maybe a colleague or a friend or your parents want you to do something so I was not fulfilled I changed then I started doing short courses in business and trying to enter into the um, working class actually but at the end of the day, I found out that I was not getting the fulfillment that I was looking at. So when I study at um, Santin, uh, there's a college there where I did um, business administration and management. Then I later discovered, say, no, I don't want to work actually for anybody, but I want to implement what I've learned in school in my own personal business. Mm-hmm. Then I had to discover what I'm passionate about. Then I later saw that I'm actually into beauty, looking good and all that. Then I went again for the course by Nell City in Bedford to actually groom myself and have the knowledge on beauty. So that's how I landed now to be in the beauty industry. And the journey started actually when I started training 2011 on the 6th of December till mm-hmm. death. There are no regrets about it. Well, and you know, then come to think of it, we actually, most of us start from different um, industry. I mean, she started in the medical industry and now got into beauty. Um, I know for years, so I saw when she gets here, she started in the, in the fashion industry and now she's into property. But then where did you start? <laughs> um, sure. Wow. Um, I, I, th- I don't, I don't have any corporate, um, background or experience or work experience when starting, but I think, I mean, to, for me to get to where I am, uh, as part of my growth cycle in the company, I mean, I think I come from an incident cafe. I'd say an incident cafe. So, so you've never worked for a boss. You're the only boss you know. Yeah, I've never worked anywhere. Sure, I know, bro. I mean, some some of us do. I mean, we come for. I know I've been in a medical industry. Um, emergency. Doing medical. what? Me. I'm, I was a paramedic, dude. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was a paramedic. Um, I mean, for 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 an air ambulance. 
Um, I never even knew there's an a, 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 romantic, a, a romantical flight paramedic um, that 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 is involved. But I mean, it's something that one obviously um, got into and definitely grew from. Um, and uh, you know, I actually went into training. Um, I've actually done a couple of industries uh, before I actually get into business. Um, but I mean, it's something that that definitely I know that uh, one had to start somewhere for it to be somewhere. So you started. Wow. From an internet cafe to actually running your own uh, business. No, nah, that that is something that I didn't know. <laughs> I think I'm still enamored by what yeah. I just heard now, but it's all right. Yeah, no, 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 definitely. I mean, I didn't just start and wanted to be a businessman. Um, you know that. Um, you know to actually start a business out of the blue, I had to get a job first and work. So I know how it is to have a boss, and I know how it is to be a bad employee. I think generally, um, I was mainly uh, a bad employee. I've had another guest um, that have just join in my brother where did you start before you do what you're doing now where did i start before i do what i'm doing um i sold firecrackers i sold sunglasses okay. uh, in school um so that was when i was in primary school i sold silkworms so throughout my life i've been selling so you've been selling yeah oh okay i've uh, always enjoyed um Providing a service or providing a product is for people. Yeah. Oh, okay. So tell us who you are, um, who you are and what is that you do? Uh, my name is Hating Green. I'm the school media managing director. Mm-hmm. Um, school media is a marketing, uh, youth marketing company. Mm-hmm. We've got access to advertise in schools across the country. That's 9,000 schools through our partnership with the National Association of School Governing Bodies. Mm-hmm. So all the schools that are affiliated to them, we've got access to all those schools. Okay, but I mean, Kheti, I was, I was, I was doing some read up about you. Um, Kheti, couldn't you just be an employee, my man, and get a job? You know, why, what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Why did you want to be an entrepreneur? And more than anything, an entrepreneur that influences other people, uh, you know, cause I understand you guys teach media, right? Into schools. Um, we, we don't, we don't teach, we actually have access to use the walls of the school. Okay. Um, to do wall murals, to put up a uh, six meter by two meter, uh, boards, and then we sell that space to corporates that want to communicate oh. to, to the youth. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, but academy and selling of advertising space, you know, uh, bring us up to speed, women. Um, well, I've always I was part of uh, Young Entrepreneurs of Soweto. Um, that's where I learned formally about business, and then we also did uh, campaigns such as Business Against Crime. Um, business against crime. So, um, learning from that, getting that exposure in high school, um, not that I wasn't going to sweet 16s or anything like that, but getting that information in high school and learning at, at an early age, that, um, thought if other, other young people can get that information at an early age, then they, they'll be able to have an understanding where they want to go in their career. And and something doesn't seem too far fetched when they have the right information. Mm. So now you're actually encouraging that people should must get uh, empowerment from high from school first before they actually go out there. Yes, no, hundred percent. I think um, that's where skills start. Um, that's where I learned how to do how to um, sell. Mm. Uh, by the time I left school, I already knew how to sell. Um, any, anything, peanuts, cold drinks. Uh, I was I just enjoyed selling, and also I did try um, various. Uh, jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, only I only did one uh, job. It was a filing job, mm-hmm. and um, that w- I did that in, in, during in high schools, and that was one consistent thing every day, just filing and filing. So, just uh, about 
two holidays of that, and I thought, and I thought to myself, I'll never work uh, work again because it's so it's so much routine. You know what's <laughs> going to happen. You get there in the morning, and there's so much adventure being a businessman, eh? Pardon? There's so much adventure being a businessman. Yeah, there's so much adventure. You come across different things every day. No, definitely. Uh, Beauty, you're running an academy, a training academy as well. Have you thought about uh, training um, kids within schools and starting beauty there? Um, Because I know as well, some of the things that shaped my future was um, the empowerment that I got in school or the exposure that I got in school. Have you thought about exposing young kids to the beauty industry? Actually, it was... Something that we were putting in place for this 2017 was before we only knew um, we get our students from our own way of marketing. But as a new strategy on reaching out to different individuals who were like this year, 2017, we want to get into schools where students are starting to do their metrics and or from grade 11 actually to grade 12. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do that. And it's something that is in the pipeline for 2017. Hmm. So now we're hoping that uh, 2017, it's already end of, of first quarter. We're already on March. When is it starting, Pete? Uh, we wanted to start around April, May. Mm-hmm. Yes, because uh, with the team that I was working with, we were looking on the strategy of the approach, actually, mm-hmm. on how do we approach on the schools that we actually know around the area where we are or mm-hmm. How do we exactly get to approach them? That was the question that was still uh, not answered. Mm. I mean, speaking about approach, can you tell us about some of the courses that you you run in your academy um, before we actually get to Haiti? Okay, the courses that we run, we run uh, from full nail technology course whereby a student learns more on how to do a pedicure, how to do a manicure on a client, and also train on makeup. So that um, every event now, looking at people, they they have to make themselves look beautiful. So we do makeup, we do waxing, we also do um, massages to Swedish massage, hot stone. Then we also do other courses like business on how to do startups, especially for those that have already achieved um, a course. And our courses they run from three months to one year. And when it gets to a year, then it will be at a diploma level. Oh, is it? So are you accredited? Yes, we are. Wow. Shout out to you. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, are you accredited? Are you, are you doing training as well, right? No, uh, we don't, we don't do training. No training. But your we, company says schools of media. School media, yes. School we media? We do training, but it's mainly a uh, facilitation. Uh, it's not school, it's school media as in, uh, media in schools. Okay. So we are conduit. So we provide, um, access to, um, corporates and government to that space. So some of the initiatives we've done that, that we're training involved was, um, working with the EPWP. I don't know if you know, it's an extended public works program. I know that very well. That's, uh, we basically put them into cooperatives because their stipends were, in, were ending. Yeah. Were ending. And, um, so we did the whole putting them, registering them a corporate, cooperative. Um, then uh, incubating them um, into a pro, um, as a small business, mm. and then also just giving them a training um, in that sector that they're in. So it was cleaning services and landscaping services. That that that's the angle of training that we've done. But our main business is um, advertising space in schools. So example, um, like yeah, she's got the, a college mm-hmm. and she's trying to get to schools. That's exactly what we do. We get 
we'd put her in touch with the schools. Is it? So now, I mean, I was reading somewhere that um, you were um, a CEO by the age of 17. Um, a CEO of Yes. I mean, um, tell us more about it and what value did that bring for you to being uh, an entrepreneur in, in your entrepreneurial journey? Uh, I touched on Young Entrepreneurs of Soweto a bit earlier, just a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Young Entrepreneurs of Soweto was, it was um, where I learned about how to start a business. Um, like I mentioned earlier, what is market research? Uh, what do you do when you do market research? So that was um, we were mentored by the Soweto Business Executive Chamber. Okay. Um, and um, they mentored us and guided us through. So there was a formal structure, a, a formal youth structure. And uh, when I was in 2011, then I was elected the CEO there. I was started there when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the youth that are involved that uh, that that elect you in in that space. Yeah. How old are you now? Now I'm 25. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite interesting. But I mean, looking at the advertising space, and there's quite a bit of regulation with regards to what you can advertise to young kids or not. Yes. What are some of the regulations or other restrictions? Can I put up an alcohol billboard there? No, 100% not. So we've got an agreement with the National Association of School Governing Bodies. And uh, in any campaign, like she's got a beauty school, we'd have to present that to them. And then it could be rolled out to, rolled out to schools. Yeah. And w- w- what sort of schools fall part of the, uh, 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 part of that uh, organization? It's mainly your, it's mainly your township schools. Um, that's where the association has more influence. Um, so um, it's mainly your township schools across the country. So um, in uh, Google Air, we've got schools there. In Mtansan, um, we've got access to schools. Um, areas like Umlazi um, and so on, and Soweto, of course, and your mummy Lodi areas. Yeah, what's that, what are some of the challenges running such a such an institution? Um, well, I guess we a small business and we growing. Um, so, I mean, expanding and getting the right and getting and getting the right uh, expand expanding the business. Is, is more of the challenge having the uh, and being uh, having the right staff, um, knowing knowing when to grow and um, and also having people that are able to be pers- persistent that work that work with you. So it's mainly it's mainly a team it's mainly a team thing. Yeah, uh, for for us that that's been mainly where it's at. Um, and also just working. I mean, the, when I started the business, I was at the age of uh, nineteen. I, I just left school. And engaging with principals, um, because it was mainly older people. How I started the business, I used to go school to school, signing up, signing up the schools, um, to, 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 to do this, what, to do what we do today. And, um, so that barrier of someone being older than you and calling them by their name or how do you call them? How do you address them? So that was a, one of the big challenges. And also people when they see that you're young, they always it becomes uh, a challenge. Uh, like when I when some of the people ask me, "Is this your business?" When the principals ask me, "Is this your business?" and I'd say, uh, "Yes, it is." Then they're like, "Oh, okay. Now I can see you've made a mistake here. You must go back and correct this." And uh, so they would give me feedback, but then I stopped saying it's my business. I said, "No, I'm an employee of the business." Mm. And then things started changing. I started signing up agreements because they believed I was employed by the business, and mm. they, they had more trust. 
And whenever they used to ask me something, I just said, no, I'd have to go speak to, to the, the mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's the strategy I used. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but why though is it that people don't take you serious when you are an employee, but people take you serious when you are, you are in employ, uh, when you are employed? Yeah. You know, when you're an employer, they don't take you serious, but when you're an employee, they, they take you serious. Bulelani, you said you use the same strategy. Uh, bring us up to speed. <laughs> nah, man. I think, I think, I think what it is, uh, from, from his perspective, I think it was a case of, you know, you're young. And I think, I think to a certain degree, I mean, if you come in and, I don't know, maybe as an employee, they think that you gotta put bread on the table. So you've got much yeah. more leverage in terms of, from an emotional sale to even pull a hole. You know, I'm getting paid from this. Please help me, you know? Yeah. But I mean, obviously, mostly, I mean, if you're young, cause I mean, you must understand the dynamics, you know? Um, some of the people who are working or rather in certain positions looking down at you and you seeming a little bit successful or not even successful. But you're successful in having taken a step So obviously I'm a bit envious And I'm thinking to myself No man, this kid can't be coming here with this business nonsense I've been telling myself I'm going to do this So let me just put his dreams to the side a little bit We'll talk to you later my man, come on Yeah. So it's that I mean it's a lot of misconceptions that you also have to feed off What are some of the challenges that you've come across Loretta? We have have come across a lot of challenges though and we always believe challenges are always the ones that makes us to grow. Like most of the things, like the same way you mentioned, when you want to sign up a student, they want to know how many years have you been in the business so mm-hmm. that they get so convinced. But due to some testimonials of other students and that we keep within our our college where we train people, it makes people to actually see that something is happening. But to actually convince a person it has not been easy. Mm. And also the challenges also is on the marketing part. You try A, A does not go through, you try B. So, and to actually go on TV or something, it becomes more expensive looking as a small business also that has been growing because now in the industry we have started since 2011. We have about seven years this year. And people to actually buy what you're saying, even if you say we, these are the courses we do, they want to be more convinced. Oh, okay. So who have you trained? What have they done after the training and all that? So all those things are some of the challenges that we come across. Yes. Mm. But, but you know, you know, Bulelani, in all this, what the one thing that I'm gathering is that, um, small business is struggling with reputation. Yes. You know, um, sometimes it's like you need to look big when you're small. Yes. And sometimes you need to be looking this and this for somebody to give you a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think if ever there's somebody out there, I mean, that is already, I mean, doing something, um, of that nature or they have an experience, I mean, they can touch base with us. Our WhatsApp line is 079-748-2090. 079-748-2090. Or you can follow us on social media as well. It's at cliffcentral.com. Uh, it's at Cliff Central um, and uh, on Facebook, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Debohoma40, at Debohoma40 on Instagram, and it's Debohoma40 on Facebook. Uh, we've got a Facebook page as well. It's uh, 360 Capability or 360 Biz. Um, you know that's our hashtag. It's hashtag um, 360 Biz as well. And if you want to see us um, online, uh, you can go to www.ridevectv.com uh, to actually get uh, to see some of the shows that we've done. Uh, Bulelani uh, social media? 
at Bulelani Bala, at Bulelani Bala, Bulelani Bala Bala on other platforms. Yeah. yeah. Um, Katie, what's your social media following? Um, Katie RSA. Katie RSA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, is Oh, uh, we have it at Laureately Beauty Training. Yeah. No, no, Laureately Beauty Training. Yes. Is Laureate. that Facebook? Yes. Oh, okay. No, definitely, because we, it's something that we want to hear. I mean, as to what has been your story, um, as a small business, um, in regards to, um, you know what, keeping yourself out there or sometimes pretending, uh, to actually be big. I know there's a lot of businesses, um, that actually have struggled with that. So right now, I mean, um, between the two of you, Kheti and, and, uh, Kheti, is it Kheti or is it Kheti? Katie, oh, okay. Because I just hear you saying Katie. Yeah, I know so, because people, when they look for my name, they'll look with a KG. Mm. So when I when I say my social media, I say it with with the S Katie because mm. it's. Yeah, uh, it's spelled like that. So it's a pretty name. It's, it's Khetiwa. Oh, okay. So between between you, Kheti, and you, Lorraine, what is the importance of funding in your businesses? Because um, right now you guys are are doing well. You know, you are credited uh, in a most rare industry, and you are young and doing advertising uh, in schools, using school walls and stuff. So I know sometimes we're starting a business, you need employees, you need this and this. It's all about money. Mm. Um, um, other people are needing equipment. They needing all sorts of these things. I know I've never run a business um, out of credit. Mm. So, but now, how do you guys overcome the financial challenges? And let's say you guys were well off, uh, or you had families that signed a big check there for you to start mm. that business. Okay. Um, as for me, um, let me just say I did not go to get funding maybe from the bank or for the people that are learning. Actually, it was the help of my husband who was part of it. Though it was not just easy for him to buy into the idea, he had to be more convinced where am I coming from and where am I going because of changing of fields in terms of from being a nurse to, you know, when and my nursing was like starting from zero whereby you'll be a nurse aide all that so you find out that it was not something so easy for him to just buy the what the idea of the business was but i didn't go and borrow anyway it was my husband who actually had to invest into the business and along the way let me just say for the first two years the business was not actually doing well because i was in jobbik where I was renting a place and eventually I had to shut down because of the rentals were just accumulating. So from all these challenges, then I say to myself, instead of me to just being idle and uh, just put my vision just inside the drain, I say to myself, no, we have a house that we had and then I had to convert the house into a training place of which I had to ask my husband because I was not in a position to even ask for a loan. So with that, after doing the construction by the house where I was actually staying all the backyard, I had to make sure that it gets so useful in the, in my business. So since then it's, it's, it has been just going smoothly because there is no more rentals and you help here and there, but there's no landlord's end of the day that is asking for the money so some of those challenges I had to overcome it and it was through the help of my husband. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Yeah, that is amazing because oftentimes I, th- I know with me when I got into business, I mean, I think my mom, my mom thought I was crazy. <laughs> she even <laughs> reminds me of it today because I mean, there was no entrepreneur in my whole family and to find your, your, you know, support from your husband, I find that to be very, very, very yeah. great. That, that, that's different. why they're saying support in the family is important. important. Yeah. yeah. Who supported you? Um, mainly my parents, my mom and sister. Um, Mainly my mom, she always used to give me books as well to read on, on business when I was younger. Um, and also, so how I started, when I left school, I had a, I had a cell phone. That was in 2010. And uh, at my house, we had a desktop um, and a printer. So the, it was simple for me because that's actually what I needed. And then my aunt had a van that she used to park at, at our house, so she didn't have space. So I, I already had a license when I left matric, and I borrowed her, her van to start going to the schools. So I used to use it until her petrol was empty, and then until she uses it again, then it gets more petrol. And then switch around and ask my sister if I can use a car because she was working. And then, um, So that's what I used to do, drop my sister at work and then use a car to get to schools. And um, so I used all the resources that I had that were around me. Um, and, um, yeah, and then I slowly built up and then eventually we I, I, we have an office now. So with funding, um, it hasn't – for me, that's that's the funding that I used to start, to start up. It was resources that I had around me. But um, in some cases, when you want to do grow your business, you can because um, – You've got a record with the bank or with every institution. Um, they always look at giving you uh, facilities or funding or expanding. So, but I've I have tried to apply for funding um, with CIFA. Um, I, I forget what they call small enterprise fund. And yeah, and uh, my everything was approved and that my funding was approved. I even fa- paid the initiation fee. And then uh, nothing ever happened. Uh, I ended up asking for a refund to refund my my initiation fee. Like after six months, not, nothing ever happened. Okay, so sure, that's a yeah, that, that that's a problem. No, 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 and everything was a yes. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay, wait. How much did you apply for? It was just two hundred and sixty-five thousand. When was that? Last year, I, th- I, th- I think get, get 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 us that information. Let's get the CEO for for CIFA. Yeah, um, no, I, I've. Got screenshots of the messages. I always use. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I, th- I think, yeah, I think let's, let's, um, yeah, bring it to us. Uh, let, let, let's follow it up. People need to account. Uh, we'll get the CEO for CIFA to respond to say, I mean, how is it that you approved? You've got the letter of approval, right? Yeah. Um, I'll check. All the contracts that yeah. you signed, I had to sign. You even signed contract. So, yeah. yeah, get us that information to us and let's try to chase it down because we don't understand as to why you didn't get the money. Um, you know, you need no, to sure. get the money. And 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 That's you, true. Lauren, there's a lot of opportunities out there as a young woman in business. Uh, you need to try and apply and be sending through uh, those applications to get funding. Um, I know that we bring them here and we ask them and they say they account. That's why I apply uh, and I get funding. Have you gotten something? Excuse me? Have you gotten something? 
Funding? Mm. Nah, nah, I have not, I haven't applied for funding. <laughs> I've got proper cash on my bank account. What you talking about? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm about to actually. I'm and about to. I'll yeah. tell you. About yeah, because because at the end of the day, these, these are opportunities that are out there for small business. We need to take advantage of them. Yeah. Um, the problem that I have a lot with small business people, small businesses sit on the sidelines and they complain that the government or oh, there's no sure. uh, doing opportunities and people don't apply. People don't follow up. You know, and everyone else, then they start painting uh, agencies and whatever with a with a bad brush. Yeah, yeah. sure. But uh, I've never seen an agency. I've never seen a good story from. I I hardly have seen good stories from those agencies. Really, government agencies. I mean, my bank helps me more. I've managed to get. Hmm. I've managed to get finance from Mm. West Bank Mm. for my vehicles. I've managed to get Standard Bank Mm. facilities. You know, and and I open close them as and when I need, but. With the with those enterprises, you can't even get in. But then it's a problem. Let, let, no, let, let's bring in agencies. No man, it's um, discouraging. Yeah, 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 no. Let's bring. Yeah, let's bring in agencies. I'm, I'm saying that's yeah. The bank, you know, you know, commercial the, bank will yeah. give you, but who's supposed to be helping you doesn't. Yeah. The the, the the beauty about this show is that we hold people accountable. People yeah. cannot just be throwing things out there and they are not. You know that's why as well some of them are, we try them ourselves to say does this work? Do they actually come back to you? Do they do this and that? So that if ever there is not, then heads need. To roll, uh, Lauren, you wanted to say something. Yes, I wanted to say uh, the same thing actually applies on the accreditation in terms of the beauty. If you look at the sitters, whereby you approach them, there will be a lot of things that is just not in place in terms of them approving you and all that. Okay, let me just say it. Looking at my own experience, I tried like. Um, Registering yourself with some of the sitters, but you find that it becomes so difficult, they'll complicate the whole situation. Like he said, that the people that you expect to actually help you, looking at what you are doing and with some of the things that you have done, people have actually have to buy what you have been doing. But you find that to get more of the help from some of the government institutions whereby you need to be uh, to get your papers right in terms of accreditation. If you look in the beauty industry, mm-hmm. a lot of people now, what they actually do is they do train a skill because when it's beauty, you're looking at a skill. But now looking at them, most of them being accredited, they end up being accredited like with international um, organizations in beauty and all that. Instead of them being accredited here with the services seat under the beauty it would just be a long procedure. Mm. So you find that most of the people, even the ones that are actually training now, you find that they won't be actually accredited. They actually give you a certificate to say you have attended this this course with me. And those people, some of them, they're actually working and feeding their families, mm. of which we need to align. So, But I'm so glad because of recent, I was speaking to one of the schools in uh, beauty school in Pretoria. She was actually telling me that uh, the government have already rectified some of the things that were happening in the sitters offices so that people can get their accreditations and all that easier than the way it was before. Yeah. It was actually my next question to you. I understand you have an international accreditation yes. um, as well. Can you tell us more about that accreditation and what value did it bring into your business after you've acquired it? Thank you. Um, the value that I have brought into my... Tell us about that accreditation okay, first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, my accreditation uh, is with a VTCT. That if any student goes on VTCT, you just post VTCT on Google, it comes out. You find that uh, under the pr- uh, training providers, 
there's Laureately Beauty Training as one of the schools in South Africa that has been accredited. Now, with the accreditation, what VTCT does is it's a recognized and uh, accredited certificate in the beauty board from the UK to other uh, countries around the world. That if every student that does the same certificate can actually work in more than 40 countries and be recognized that they actually did a standard training. Hmm. Then uh, what it did, actually what is amazing now is that uh, VTCT tried to come uh, uh, into South Africa looking at South Africa being a best uh, country in terms of um, developing and skills. Let me say, put it that way. So that same VTCT acquired uh, ITEC, the one that have been issuing uh, certificates uh, here in South Africa. That is reco- uh, registered with SAQA. So you find out that what Joy has brought this accreditation to my business is that now if I train students, they are actually um, have value within their paper from the paper to being competent with their practicals. So you find that even now when you are doing the enrollments, most people, they are more eager to know at the end of the course, what exactly do I receive from the, the, the college? Then we explain to them the certificate, how it helps them. Even some of them now, they've already started uh, applying in crews, like mm-hmm. to work outside. I have students at present from Dubai. Recently, some from Angola, they just left, you know. So it makes people to actually know that what we are doing, it has value at the end of the day. Mm. So I'm so much appreciative uh, with regards with the certificate and the qualification because it makes all our students to be recognized in more countries. Yeah, and um, I see as well you were awarded. I mean, you you won the Township Entrepreneurship Alliance pitching competition. Wow! Uh, on the twenty fifth <laughs> of of November. Yes. Um, I mean, I want us. I want us. To, I want you to give us that pitch. Uh, let, let's hear what got you to win. You know, let's hear what got you to win. It was not easy on that day because <laughs> <laughs> there were sixteen people. Is oh, it? Sixteen. Yeah. And yeah. the judges were like, they were not even smiling on that day. Yeah. So why wasn't I there to judge, bro? <laughs> hmm? Why wasn't I there? You were in New York. Oh, I was in New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I wasn't there, so I didn't hear it. So give us the pitch. Yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> Um, it was a one minute. Was it a one minute, Bulelani? Mm, I think it was one minute. I think it was one. So minute. you want me to calculate for you to check to check the time? Uh, the one minute to time you? <laughs> Do I have to repeat it? <laughs> yeah, no, we want it. We want it. Or if it's more nice, give it to us then. Um, okay. The way I did the pitch, I think I still remember it's when this was. Uh, my name is Lorraine Marira and I'm the CEO of Laureately Beauty Training. What we do at Laureately Beauty Training, we empower ladies, especially young ladies from the age of 18 years to around 45. And also we make sure that uh, at the end of the day, they become entrepreneurships where they have their own businesses that they'll be running. And also the other thing that we do is we also do uh, skills empowerment programs where we do programs for free to less privileged individuals. And we have done one in Alexandra of which a lot of students are actually working for themselves and providing for their families. We also do at a course as a school and our costs are always reasonable and we always come to terms in terms of payment and it makes people to actually come to us because we accommodate everyone. Thank you.
missed, whether it could be this show or any other previous show um, that you've missed, or you can even download uh, the Cliff Central app um, on your app line, or be at your app store, iTunes, yeah. um, and any other platform, uh, you could be able to download, um, you know, the Cliff Central app. You able to follow us on social media as well, and uh, to actually see some of the pictures and some of the videos um, that we have. You can go to www.ridevectv.com as well to get uh, to see what is it that we do in studio. This is all that we had for you today. Uh, catch us again next time right here on Cliff Central for another exciting installment of 360 Biz. My name is Debo Homafori and Bulelani Balabala. We out. Cliffcentral.com.